Thank you for listening to the Potter's House Tri-Cities Podcast, located here in Pasco, Washington, where lives are still being changed for Jesus Christ. We hope you enjoy it. So what I want to minister about this morning is the potential of a seed. Amen. Because um, all of us, you know, we have a potential as, you know, we come into the kingdom of God. And um, I think, I don't know if it was last Sunday, I spoke about, you know, just the seed of uh, sinners, you know, coming into this place and uh, our, you know, our place, amen, in the harvest field as, as the people of God. But I want to take a bit of a different look here this morning at us, amen, how this pertains to us, amen, how the seed pertains to us, how our hearts, amen, pertain, amen, to the kingdom of God. So um, I heard about a farmer who had planted a watermelon patch. The watermelons were growing well. But he had a problem with some local kids. And so these kids, they would come into his uh, patch and they would steal some of his watermelons before he could harvest them. Amen. And so he tried everything he could to stop them. So he went ahead and he put a fence up. He stayed up all night to watch his field. Nothing worked. Finally, he put a big sign in the middle of his patch that read, One of these watermelons is poisoned. So this worked for a while. Nobody stole any of his watermelons for a few weeks. But the thieves got their revenge. So one day he woke up and found a sign. The sign in the watermelon patch had been altered. Someone had crossed out the word one and changed it to two. Of these watermelons are poisoned. Not only did the farmer lose a few watermelons, but he lost the whole crop. Because he did not know the kids were messing with him by changing the sign, or they had actually poisoned one of the uh, two of the watermelons. Amen. So here we see a story of some crafty kids that are after the fruit of this man's crop. They managed to spoil the whole thing, and so we have a crafty, amen, enemy that is after the seed that will one day produce fruit. Amen. And so this is a potential in in everybody in this place. And so that takes us to our scripture this morning in Matthew 13, 18 through 23. And so this is a parable of the sower explained. Therefore, hear the parable of the sower. When one hears the word of the kingdom of God and does not understand it, the wicked one comes and snatches away what was sown in his heart. This is the one who receives the seed by the wayside. But he who receives the seed on the stony places is the one who hears the word and immediately receives it with joy. Yet he has no root in himself, but endures only for a while. For when tribulations, persecutions arise because of the word, immediately he stumbles. Now he who receives the seed among the thorns is he who hears the word, 
and the cares of this world, and the deceitfulness of riches choke out the word, and he becomes unfruitful. But the one who receives the seed on good ground is he who hears the word, understands it, who indeed bears fruit and produces some a hundredfold, some th- sixty, and some thirty. Amen. Let's pray this morning. God, we thank you for the power of your word, Lord God, the seed, Lord God, that it would, uh, Lord God, reside in our hearts, Lord God, and one day, Lord God, produce what you want to produce, my King, in your people, in your kingdom, Lord God, for your honor and your glory. We thank you this morning for the power of the seed, for the power of your word. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. And so there's many aspects to consider when sowing grain crops at the break of season. And so one of these is the viability of the seed that you are sowing. And so it could be very disappointing to go through a long, expensive seeding process and only to discover that you need to do it all again with another more viable batch of seed. So not every seed, amen, is a good seed or beneficial in our lives. And I want you to, to think about this, that the seed, amen, is a living entity. And so the gospel seed this morning is a living entity. And so it, it is a viable seed. It is a good seed. That's the gospel seed this morning. And so an entity is a thing with a distinct and independent existence. Amen. You and I, amen, exist. Amen. And think about this. This seed, amen, is independent. It's it's alive. Amen. Think about it. The word of God is alive. Hebrews 4, 12 said, For the word of God speaks, is alive and full of power. It goes on to say, it is sharper than any two-edged sword, penetrating and dividing line, the breath of life, and the spirit joints marrows, exposing, um, sifting, and analyzing, and judging the very thought and purpose of the heart. Amen. And so that's the word of God. Amen. That's the seed. Amen. That w- that's going to be sown in every person in this place. So every person in this place is here because somebody sowed the word of God in you. Or somehow you were invited, amen, to come to this place. Or maybe you got a flyer with a message. And so the message captivated you, made you think, amen, about your life. Made you think, amen, what is this life worth? So the word of God is powerful. And so it starts moving in our lives. It starts moving in our hearts. God's word, amen, corrects that which is wrong. And so the word of God said to me one day, it said, Harvey, you're living in sin. Let go of your ways. Because the way you're living and the way you're going is leading to you to destruction. And so I adhere to the word of God, so I listened to it. So the fruit of the Spirit became alive in me. Galatians 2, 22 through 25 says, But the fruit of the Spirit, amen, is love, joy, peace, patience, 
kindness, goodness, fruitfulness, gentleness, self-control. Against such things there is no law. And those who belong to Jesus Christ have crucified the flesh with its passions and appetites and desires. If we live by the Spirit, amen, let us also walk by the Spirit. Amen. And so let us walk, amen, by God's Spirit. Amen. And so no wonder the devil is so adamant about taking the seed that was sown in our hearts. And so as the seed is growing, it must be taken care of. So the interpretation of the parable of the of uh, the four soils is allegorical. The farmer represents, amen, the preacher of God's word. The four types of soil that are received, amen, the seed represents uh, different responses to the preaching of the word of God. Amen. We know this, amen, as we go out and preach the word of God, amen, there's different responses. And so every person's heart in this place represents one of these four soils. And so the way we respond to the gospel and continue to respond to the gospel is critical for our future in Christ. Amen. Think about this. The way we continue to the respond to the gospel is critical for you and I, whether we make it or not. So the ones by the wayside... Satan comes immediately and takes away the word that was sown in their hearts. Those hearing the gospel by the wayside are not walking in the ways of the Lord. More specifically, they seem to be religious, holding on to particular religious beliefs, or maybe even several religious beliefs. Jesus says, I am the way, but these may believe other gods, or in the case of others, do not believe that Jesus Christ is the Messiah. This group of people doubt that Jesus is the only way to salvation and would argue that there are many ways to God. They argue that you can be saved as long as you believe in a supreme being. And they say to themselves, amen, that they're, that they're spiritual May they say to themselves that they're religious. Amen. We encounter these people all the time on outreach. Amen. But they, they, they don't come to the truth. Amen. Of, of Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ therefore calls them spirits that are by the wayside. Because they do not adhere to his ways. There are false religious convictions are so strong that they are able to understand the truth of the gospel. Jesus shows us that this person who is extremely susceptible to satanic influences, so strong that the word is threatened down, and so in turn the fowls come, amen, and devour the words, since they are by the wayside. They are on another way, of spiritual lives which leads to hell and destruction. It is a rough path. It has no joy and it has no peace. So not everyone who says they believe in Jesus actually believes in Jesus. In Titus 1.16 it says, They profess to know God, to recognize, to perceive, to be acquainted with Him, but they deny and disown and renounce Him but what 
by what they do. They are uh, detestable and lonesome, unbelieving and disobedient and disloyal and rebellious. And they are unfit and worthless for good works of any kind. Amen. And so behind, if you look at somebody that's religious, behind their religious is always disobedience. And there's rebellion against God. Amen. Um, one thing that uh, Pastor Ortiz, amen, told uh, my first pastor is that he needed to forget all the former, former things that he was taught, amen, in seminary. Because, amen, in seminary, they limit God. They don't believe in healing. They don't believe in speaking of tongues, amen. A lot of, and a lot of times, they leave the Holy Spirit out. Um, there's this doctrine, amen, that's going around that, you know, Jesus Christ came to die for us, and so he, com he completed everything in his death. And so there's no more sin. So basically, there's no more sin, so there's no repercussions of anything that you do. And, and that's crazy because we, we, we see this... Um, this fallen world that you and I live in, amen, there, there's sin all about us, amen. And, and this, is, this is crazy to, to, to think about this, amen, that people actually believe this and they actually go on doing, you know, fulfilling their, the lust of the flesh, um, go, go on having orgies or whatever, you know, and, and, and they, they justify themselves by, by having this belief. And I know that God, you know, he came in my life and, and he changed me. He did a powerful work in me, amen. And this, this is a straight up lie, amen. And a lot of times people, they, they make up their own religion because they, they don't want to be in subjection, amen, to the Spirit of God. They don't want to be in subjection to, this, to the Word of God, amen. And it takes, it takes effort sometimes, you know, it takes denying yourself a lot of times and they don't want to do this so they make up these crazy doctrines amen that that actually are contrary to the word of god and this morning i want to take a look at one stone on stony ground so these are the people that hear the word of god they receive it with gladness but they have no root in themselves so they will only endure for a time and so afterwards when tribulation persecution arises for the word's sake, they immediately stumble. Amen. So the second type of soil is the seed that fell on the rocky ground. Since the ground was shallow, the seed started to grow up quickly. However, the soil could not sustain growth because there was no depth to it. So the seedling, when trying to weather the sun, with no resources for moisture, it withers away quickly because it has no root stem. Notice the end result is the same as the seed that fell along the path. So Jesus' interpretation, we can learn, amen, four things. First, unlikely the seed was sown along the path. This seed does not, amen, um, 
go down into the into the soil and grow. Secondly, the seed is received with joy. Next, it only lasts momentarily because of circumstances. And lastly, because affliction, it causes them to fall away. So this person who receives the word with gladness and gets excited, but does not take time to let roots develop, just like the seedling, growth above, grows above the surface, surface is quickly evident, however. They will never produce because there is no depth of soil to sustain growth. Because of this, they are very vulnerable. And to make matters worse, during the times of testing, they would quickly fall away. Jay makes it very clearly in the passage, amen, that persecution become, um, comes because of the word. Amen. So Mark, Amen. Satan says that Satan is the author of persecution, affliction in our lives. It comes forth, I mean, it comes for the word of God's sake because he wants to steal it from your hearts. So it is not laying on the surface to be stolen. Then he wants to tear it before it gets rooted and established. And so it is much easier to tear out a seed than to tear out an established tree. Think about this. And so to see the word produce in, your, in our life, it takes time. You have to commit. It's a lifestyle. It takes effort. Amen. We must get rooted. We must get grounded. And so do not dwell on the visible results because a lot of times we dwell on the visible results we say okay that person is doing good amen it might be doing good but is their roots amen growing in their lives colossians 2 7 says let your roots grow down into him and let your lives be built on him then your faith will grow strong in the truth you were taught and you will overflow with thankfulness. Amen. And so when we have roots, amen, when our roots go down deep, amen, when the storms of life come, we will weather the storms, amen, and actually there'll be overflowing of thankfulness, there'll be peace in our lives, amen, we will be, amen, as as the tree, amen, that, it's, that is established. And so I want to take a look at one who sows among the thorns. They are the ones who hear the word. And so the cares of this world, the deceitfulness of riches, and the desires for other things, entering in, choke out the word, and it becomes unfruitful. So the third type of soil is full of thorns. And so as the plant grows, the thorns also grows. And chokes out the plant, robbing them of essential nutrients so they cannot produce. Notice no attention is given to weeding out or removing the thorns. Amen. So there, there's things that grow in our lives sometimes. And people don't, you know, they don't they don't take the time to remove these things because they'll they'll be harmful in, in their growth as as they grow in the house of God as a Christian. 
So we need to take, amen, these these thorns, amen, and thistles, amen, as they as they start growing in our lives. Um, I'm out in the field a lot, and one thing I hate is those 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 thorns and thistles that are out there. Um, the other day, I actually brought one in the house, and it was like this long thorn. So I don't think my wife knows this, but um, my my daughter was playing, and it gets stuck in her foot. And she, all of a sudden, she's hopping, she's jumping. And I'm like, what's wrong with this girl? And so she she gives me this this long thorn. I don't, I don't know where it came from. I don't know, you know, just they're out there. And so I looked at it, and I was like, oh, that was stuck in her foot, amen. And so that, that amen, is a representation, amen, of the of these sharp things that come against our lives. They, they want to choke out the Word of God. They want to choke out, amen, what God is doing in our lives. And, and a lot of people, they'll come in here, amen, and the distractions, the worries, the cares of this world, amen, don't let them grow. And so they folk, their main focus in their life is these things, amen, because how many of us know that these things are attracting, these things are captivating for us, amen, and so, they, but they choke out the seed that God's trying to, amen, mature in us, and so where your focus is, is where growth will happen in your life. And so in the parable of the growing seed, we see the soil activates the seed. The soil would not only cause the good seed to germinate, it will cause the bad seed to germinate. So whatever your focus, your attention, amen, that's what grows. And so your heart brings forth fruit of itself. So careful attention must be given to the seed you want to grow in your life. So in modern day, amen, today there's we're full of, Many distractions. We're full of busyness. Amen. And this this is a terrible enemy. So many people we talk to in the streets, you know, we try to sow the word of God in their hearts. They're, they're like, we're busy. We gotta go. You know. And so we're 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 a people that are busy. We fr we run from here to there. Our lives are full of activities. Amen. Then when we're at home, it is easy for us to spend time, amen, in front of a TV or computer, or now, amen, the cell phone. And so by comparison, very little time is spent reading the scripture or meditating, amen, with God. And so I want to take a look lastly at the ones Amen. Sown on the good ground. So the fourth type of soil is the seed that is sown on good ground. So when the seed is received, it yields fruit multiplying 30, 60, or even 100 fold what was sown. Planting in good ground has an amazing return. And it is a surefire investment. Notice that the seed is the same. However, there is something special about the soil. The soil doesn't have more. Think about this, but it has less. It has less rocks. It has less thorns. It has less hardness. It has less cares. 
It has less worries. It has less distractions. So there's more room for the seed to work and produce. Amen. When these things aren't in our lives, amen, the seed can actually take root and start growing in our lives. Amen. When we get all these other things out, out of the way, a, a lot of times we think more is better. Amen. But in this case, it's not. Amen. The more of God, amen, is, is better for us. So the word of God is a seed. And to be successful, amen, in our lives, we must plant it in the womb of our hearts and let it grow. And so how this is accomplished is first we need, amen, the word of God, amen, and we need to understand it. So Paul says, faith comes by hearing the message, amen, and the message is heard through the word of Christ. And next, we need to take encouragement because God, amen, has not left us alone. He has left us his Holy Spirit. Amen. We are born again, John tells us, but you have an anointing, amen, from the Holy One. He says that we have the unction of the Holy Spirit, amen, that um, it's going to lead you and I into all truth, amen, and we need to depend on this. I mean, I, I think that, you know, the Holy Spirit is, you know, the, the part of God that, that's forgotten a lot of times. Amen. It's forgotten about by the church. Amen. It's even forgotten, you know, that um, from people that say they, they're Pentecostal. You know, I, I've heard so many people acknowledge God and acknowledge Jesus Christ. But what about the, the Holy Spirit? Amen. It's, it's that that works in us. Amen. It's that that moves us, amen. It's that that convicts us, amen. It's God's spirit. And so we need to water the seed. It's amazing what little water will do to help the growth process. And so did you know this morning that the word of God is both seed and water? As the rain and the snow come down from the heavens, and do not return to it without watering the earth and making it blood and, uh, bud, bud and flourish so that it yields seed for the sower and the bread for the ear. So is my word that goes out forth from my mouth. It will not return to me empty, but it will accomplish what I desire and achieve the purpose for which I sent it. Amen. So God's word is illustrated here. By seed and water. So plant the word and then water it by taking more of scripture in. And God is the one who makes it grow. I planted the seed Apollos water, but God made it grow. So neither he who plants nor he who waters is anything. We're, 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 we're not anything. Amen. But only God who makes things grow. God makes these things grow, amen, in our lives. Finally, know that the work, amen, is because, amen, the, the seed that is planted in us is incorruptible, amen. God's word is incorruptible. And for you have been born again, not of perishable seed, but of imperishable seed, through the living and enduring word of God. The seed will always work. You can take comfort 
encouragement in that. And so there's not an issue with, with God's word, amen. There's not an issue, amen, with the seed, amen, of the gospel. A lot of times the issue, amen, it's the ground it's planted in, amen. And how we take care of that seed that's been planted in us, amen. And so we need to take encouragement, amen, this morning as we, you know, take care of the seed, amen. It's, it's going to produce things in our lives. It's going to help us, amen. It's going to help us endure. And, and I've, I've seen this, amen, in many lives, amen. Many examples that I, that, that I can look to, amen, men and women of God that throughout the years, have served God, amen, because they've continually, amen, taken care, amen, of that seed that, that one day was planted in them. Think about it, 30 years later, 40 years, 50 years later, amen, you see men and women still serving God, amen, because they've, they've learned, amen, to cultivate, to preserve, you know, that was, that seed of the gospel that was planted in them. And we can take encouragement in that this morning. Hallelujah. And so with, with that said, can I have every head bowed and every eye closed? You've just listened to the Potter's House Tri-Cities Podcast located here in Pasco, Washington. Thanks again for listening, and we hope you come back for more.